Hi, Lou. How, how are you doing? How's life? It's been ages now since we've spoken. You must have been up to so much stuff in that time. I know. I have. It's been, it was a great summer. I missed mm. you, though. And it's so great to be back. Do you feel it's good to be back? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because it's been, this is the longest break, because we've been going for quite a while now, haven't we? And this has been the longest break. But it's been, it's been a funny old time as well, because slowly things, you know, getting back to normal, went on holiday, went to my, my favourite location, and that's the, um, the Isles of Scilly. Uh, just off the coast of Cornwall for my holiday, and that was amazing. Um, and and another milestone on the Friday just gone was the first time in two years I'd been into a, a physical office, my office up in London. So I got the train and the tube, and that was surreal. That was very very strange. Yeah, getting back to back. that again. Sorry. Did it take you back to like olden times of sitting on the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it did. <laughs> It did. T- it did take me back. Waterloo Station, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was very weird. So, what about you? Yeah, no, I had a really great time. I went into London actually, um, not this weekend, just gone, but the weekend before. We stayed with some friends, and we got the train in, um, and it was lovely. We went to the Rodin exhibition at the um, Tate Modern, and it was great to show Alfie. The mm. thing- for real I've always wanted to see that all my life and to see it in the flesh yeah it's strange isn't it I I, I love Dali um, one of my favorite artists and I went to Amsterdam and um, went to the museum there and actually saw some of his paintings like you said in the flesh and it's really and they're a lot smaller than you think they are <laughs> but, um, but amazing to actually see the brush strokes of the artists themselves yeah. is um is incredible shall we start the podcast then Shall we do that, shall we? Yeah, who we got gone gone then? Lou, you you introduce the this shiny new podcast of South Sea Folk and introduce who our wonderful guests are. Yeah. Well we've got a, we've had a break and we're back with the South Sea Folk podcast talking about all the cultural things happening in South Sea and Portsmouth. And today we've got Claire Martin um and we've got Steve Baker. So welcome you two. Nice to have you. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Welcome to South Sea Folk Podcast. And um, I know the podcast viewers, uh, our listeners, sorry, can't see you, but we've got you there right in front. Great to see um, uh, your, your faces and to um, and a, the perfect guests, I think, to um, to kick off you know, the next step with this podcast. Yeah. I, so, mean, I know the viewers can't see, but at the moment I'm actually at Clark Reynolds Studio. We've just been doing a little bit of extra stuff. So to carry on the thing with our you know, Clark is sitting here very quietly, like a good boy. That's really hard for him if you've met him. You know, he's like an absolute Gatling gun when you get him going on the chat. So, hi, hi, Clark. Say hello. Give him to say hello. Hey, Clark. Hey, everyone. <laughs> well, that's an extra special um, bonus guest there. Yeah. Absolutely. So we wanted to get you on the podcast, Stephen Clare, because you have just launched um, a wonderful trail that's going to be really cool for the city. Um, it's going to be great for lots of different residents. So can you tell us a little bit about the trail for listeners that might not have seen any of the social media about this that's been going on this week? OK, so what we've done is um, we've created a trail which starts at Hillsea Lido, the gateway into the city. And it finishes up at um, the hard um, and it links the communities together, which are often forgotten. Um, so I think it's like Hillsea, Tipner, Stamshaw, which is a really beautiful place along the, on the, along the, um, the shoreline there. Um, Buckland. 
So some of the places that normally get forgotten um, but have great stories that we want to tell. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the it's the crowdfunder itself is for Climate Change 2030. Mm. And so when uh, me and Claire were talking about some of the work we've been collaborating on over the last few months, especially um, with the Victorious Trail and then uh, the Hillsy Lines Trail, which is part of We Shine, I think we we were kind of we we come to this idea, you know, how would we be able to affect behaviour in a way which would affect uh, climate change? And so kind of getting people to realise their local pathways and uh, and not just realise them, but connect with them. Mm. Uh, And so the trail itself, like like Claire said, goes all the way down the west coast of the city. And for those that have lived in the city, uh, you know, many people really, um, they do love it. You know, just the, this week, uh, chatting to quite a few people, you know, those that have lived here said, yeah, you know, I used to go there. I used to go there, mm. you know, but very few do anymore. Uh, and so certainly where me and Claire are kind of on trails, you know, in these spaces all the time, it's a sense of, well, the city has so much rich nature, heritage, culture, are all these things and quite often they're right on people's doorsteps but they they don't look and so this particular trail um is you know objective is on on one level it's about getting people outside it's about showing them that they don't have to use their car it's about showing them that actually to have a great time they don't have to travel somewhere else they can actually do it right there and so that's on one level on another level, I think that what we're hoping is that it will start to connect the city in a way which it hasn't connected before. Um, there's connection to their location, but then there's also connection to each other. And I think that's what the trail's bigger, bigger picture is. Hence why we're out talking to businesses, charities, individuals, people in the street, posters in shops, because it's actually it's a collaboration of all of those things which will create this trail. Yeah. So it's funny, that, isn't it? For local areas, um, right on your doorstep, and you just don't go there, and that's quite a common thing, isn't it? So it's uh, in plain sight, you know. It's yeah. So it's, it's great that you're you're bringing this out, and um, and there's there's maps available and so on. So it's a fantastic initiative. Thank you. I think it ties in nicely into the next question, which my original question I was thinking was, you know, will it include other things other than culture? But then when I looked into it more, like you said about the climate change, um, you said it's not just about culture, is it? It's about nature. It's about history. Um, It brings a lot of different elements into it. So can you explain a little bit more about what people can expect on the trail? Mm. Do you want to talk about the UN Sustainability Goals, Claire? You're more of, more in that space than I, than I am. Yeah, so, I mean, um, there's 17 UN Sustainability Goals, which um, everyone's supposed to be working towards uh, for 2030. And um, I really sort of want to help um, educate people about them. Um, so I kind of like doodled the 17 goals, and we'll be sharing it on our trail um, and putting little activities for people to do with their families um, just so that they can sort of come up with ideas of how they could help change the world in small steps just by changing bits of their behaviour. 
Um, so yeah, really excited by by the opportunity to do that um, and bringing in our young people. So working with the university, um, working with the schools and colleges, um, and yeah, really really sort of shining a light on the on the goals. Mm. So so was there anything when you started this anything that surprised you? Um, when I presume you when you walked on this route, was there anything that you found that maybe you didn't know about before? Either of you? Well, um, I I love graffiti. I, I can't I can't hide that <laughs> fact. Um, and uh, one of the one of the parts of the trail, uh, just in the southern part of Commercial Road, uh, if you walk off a slightly less beaten track there. Uh, there's a beautiful full wall of of graffiti untouched because it's the standard that doesn't get written over very often, uh, which uh, was was completely hidden. Uh, ironically, uh, just around the corner from there, and and actually, if you'd watch the video, uh, you'll see that that clip on the time lapse. Um, just around the corner from what is very hidden. Uh, mm. There's there's a very visual on on the outs in the out trail to the city. There's a beautiful my dog size installation uh, piece as well. Mm. Um, what I what I love about that bit of the trail is I think it shows the spectrum in 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 within 30 seconds of each other of the types of graffiti you would see all across the city. But they're so close together. I I mean I really loved loved that. Uh, on on, yeah. on this sort of as a gem, uh, and I would encourage people to go there. Clearly, why we're, <laughs> we're doing I mean, the trail. Some- there's also some good stuff at um, Hillsy, isn't there? And I know, and you made a very interesting point there, actually, when you said, you know, of a stand that doesn't often get written over. But there was a big outcry there when there was, and that concept, going slightly off trail here, sorry, that concept of graffiti and and um, urban art, you know, yeah. what makes one the other? Because there were people who put tags over the My Dog Size mural at, at Hillsy. Um, um, which we, some people were out, outcry, some would say, well, that's the whole nature of urban art. Is 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 that what happened? So yeah, an, I've actually got a soft spot for Hillsy Lido. I'm I'm one of their trustees. Um, so yeah, and to me, Hillsy Lido is a magical place with huge potential. Um, mm. So yeah, to have that at the, at the start of our trail. Uh, lots of opportunity for our young people to get involved with some really good stuff, providing work experience opportunities um, and just having fun. Yeah. yeah. See, that's yeah. a good point. I've never been, I've been to, but I never used Hillsy Lido. So there's an opportunity maybe, uh, maybe to. Uh, oh, to come along. Yeah. I'll give you a tour. Waters. Yeah. Get yourself in the fresh water there. Beautiful. I love uh, One it. of my things. Yeah, go on. Sorry, go on. Blue. I love it that I went with my my son and my husband last year because obviously we're still finding parts of Hampshire that we've never been to before and um, just sort of parking up there and doing another bike track and then Alfie going around on his bike which takes you all the way around to the Mount Batten Centre and all the nature that's there and things. It, I think it's just a really wonderful, wonderful little place, definitely. Um, with with this trail, I mean, I think that, that there has been a lot of investment in that particular uh, pathway uh, around sort of where the Lido is down to sort of yeah. Titna. Um, after that, um, not so much until you kind of get to South Sea. And yeah, um, I should also mention that I grew up in Stampshaw. So Stamsall shoreline uh, to me is a historically quite a beautiful place. And and actually, if you pe- speak to people from Portsmouth, 
uh, of, of a certain age you know they will talk very fondly of of that location as well and um me and claire have been obviously walking this trail a fair bit uh in product in in preparation for doing this and um it's you know it just always surprises me how beautiful that location is and how little use and i think that's where the sparks of this idea started to really you know come alive and the more we work on it the more it seems to grow in terms of the impact it could make and um and and like you know so i can't get away with saying you know graffiti is my favorite yeah i grew up in stanshaw <laughs> no it's like it's just can't really do that <laughs> so um to appreciate it appreciate art and urban art and street art it's just a nice thing isn't it yeah. So, do you think that maybe? I mean, this is this is a um, a question um, of of would could it be a victim of his own success? Could there be uh, too many people? Could there could the actual nature and the you know what it is be spoiled by too many people? What are your thoughts on that? I think the more the merrier. Um, yeah. You know, the the pathways that the, there's proper pathways there, so you're not actually going to be disrupting any mm -hmm. of the nature it's it's already there just people don't know about it yeah so you know we just need to shout about it now mm -hmm. I mean, no no it, it would be a good problem to have i suppose when you get lots of people down there to um uh, to enjoy that and, and you've got a crowd funding page i've been along to that um and doing well i think last time when i looked about five minutes ago it was a thousand and eighty pounds at the mm -hmm. moment um, and a wonderful way to get money together. And I know also um, the council are going to be, or the government or the council are going to be uh, also helping with that as well. Tell us a little bit about that fund. So um, we're basically match funded up to £5,000 um, and it comes in three milestones. So uh, the first milestone is 1000 So uh well done claire <laughs> <We've Yep. laughs> really hard this week uh, uh to get past that milestone um and the next milestone is another 1500 of which we would then be match fund another 1500 and then the third milestone is another two and a half and then we're match funded that so in total we're match funded for five thousand pounds um and you know there's as yeah so we're we're essentially working as hard as we can to to get the word out and and, and raise those milestones as we go. And I presume on your um, is it on your Facebook page you've got links out to that so people can go and find out. You know what's the, what's the best way for people to to go to that? Is it best to go to crowdfunding? Just type in something, or how, how do you get there? So we set up lots of different social media um, links. We've got um, a Facebook page. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. Um, and I think the main one is our Facebook group um, where you can find the links direct into Crowdfunder. And also we'll be updating that regularly, telling you what's going on, how we're doing yeah. um, and really like getting people involved. We, you know, we want the community to be a big part of this um, and to give us our uh, give us ideas and um, test our trail as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I think um, if we can share our social media links somehow with you guys, that would be great. Um, what yeah. is the Facebook um, Facebook page called? Is it Diversity Diversity Trail? What is it called, the Facebook page? So it's called Portsmouth Diverse City Trail. That's how people find it on Facebook. Di 
Portsmouth Diverse City Trail. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where I found the information, and then I shared it on South Sea Folk yesterday. Um, Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, so that's where I shared it. So that's where people can really go. Is that the main one, or is there an Instagram? of the same name as well if you if you go on to the other platforms so we've got instagram uh, twitter and youtube uh, so <laughs> there was no uh, there was no less ambition on social media trails <laughs> um so if you go to any of those it's you can actually get it if you type in pompey dc trail pompey dc trail oh that's interesting then yeah mm. okay. and when when we come up to that one, uh, we were both very excited because it's obviously like DC Comics, which is like superheroes. Ah, so, yes, they <laughs> that's are. Cool. Yeah, I have to tell my son about that. So what superhero would you be, Steve? <laughs> oh, my God. Off the cuff, yeah, Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. Every day of the week, <laughs> Spider-Man. In the, in the, I definitely in the... feel like Wonder Woman at the moment. Uh, yeah, well, you yeah. definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was going to say was, when you think of how many people there are in Portsmouth, if everybody gave five pounds to this crowdfund, would you reach your target of what you need to get this trail done? Yeah, I think, I think we'd be millionaires. What would be the minimum amount that you would say to people? Look, if you just gave two pounds, a quid. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, from a from a contribution perspective, I think the lowest thing we we you know it's like five pounds or so. We were we there's a small there's small gifts and and large gifts and and uh, I hate I'm reluctant to use the word strategy, but you know both of those those things are, are things we're pursuing as we we're working. So collaborators and people that have got bigger benefits to gain from us doing this work, you know they're they're the conversations we're having. But for for, for local people, you know just anything is anything will be really welcome i think the lowest gift on the rewards is just five uh, is it five pounds claire i think so pounds? yes it's something yeah. you know just you know i know that's not a, you know a small uh, amount for everybody but obviously um even if you know god if we were to get to 100 or 200 of those small gifts uh we really i think a lot of that for us is about the support on the on the on the doing the trail um and yeah, God, if everyone in Portsmouth was to commit even a pound, I think we would we would we would be very happy with that. Just talk about it, I think is very important as well for people to speak to your friends, let them know. And when is it actually I mean, is there a launch date? That's something I haven't asked yet. Is it when it all goes live or is it live now? What's um I mean so there's um so at the moment the the, the crowdfunder is live and we're live and the crowdfunder funding part is live until the uh, 12th of November, I think. And so that's when we kind of shut down the fundraising. But when me and Claire were talking about this, um, you know, you get two options on the crowdfunder. One is you keep what you raise, uh, and the other is it's like all or nothing. So if you don't yeah. raise it, you don't keep it. And what we decided was mainly because of the work that we're already doing on trails and community work anyway, and the relationships we have already arranged. So a good proportion of the work to actually do the trail is already happened. Yeah. Uh, we have relationships uh, with the schools. Uh, we know, and we've got a 17 week program to work with the, those kids to make the content. Um, that's already, that's already happened. So, you know, 
we're kind of committed to after the 12th you know i think isn't it actually we start that training before the crowdfunder finishes don't we claire so i think we start working with the 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 sort of the volunteers and and the 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 younger ones as it were to sort of start teaching up social media collection and video creation Mm -hmm. and that's all to do with how the trail is going to be created but then we've got a 17-week program of that which is going to create the trail. And so actually the trail itself will be most likely to launch around the springtime as it's a nice time to actually walk Mm. the trail. So that's for us how it will will work in terms of time. Yeah, Yeah. it's a wonderful time of year, isn't it, with the daffodils and stuff like that. Perfect time to do it. And of course, this is not going to be a project that stops. I mean, one of the questions I was going to ask was, you know what's in the future for this project but it's going to be constant isn't it the maintenance the just keeping it up and running is is not going to be a something you can um, start and stop within a year or something it'll, it'll be constant well no, that's the, the trail will definitely develop and evolve and mm-hmm. um, it'll be kind of like a lasting legacy for Portsmouth so you know what we're essentially doing is providing the structure and it's the participants who are creating that content. Yeah. So you've got like special hashtags and things. So there'll be a, a trail, a digital trail, which will be there forever as well, always evolving. Mm. So will you be able to take pictures of it as you go around and sort of post that? So you, you're actually creating social history, aren't you, by by getting stuff that people can look back on, on what it was like then and what it's like now and that kind of stuff. That's quite fascinating. Yeah. yeah so one of our things is is running workshops um, where we encourage our, our people to take photographs and video clips and share across social media um so and it also for our young people um who are who are um working on the trail doing the workshops it goes towards their cv and digital portfolios so you know it's, it's great we're giving them work experience and they're building their their portfolios for um potential employers to see um, and hopefully those employers would like to support our our, um, mm. our crowd and crowd, our future crowdfunders and I mean we'll also be encouraging our young people to crowdfund for us um, so we've set our page up so that people can make regular donations and it will make our business sustainable. Yeah that's cool and so do you know at each stop of the trail because you've got is it 12 stops that you've got along the way? Is it? Is it 12 locations? There's 10 locations at the moment, but um, as we're working more on on it, um, we we can add to that. Um, So starting with 10 and then who knows, we could spread out all over the city. (laughs) Create another trail. Mm. But will there be kind of like an artist? Will there be people that get involved at each location? I think that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, so things happening for people to be really interested in the trail so they'll get you know to a certain point and that's where they really want to you know to go and see or yeah so there's a couple of things there one is that our stretch target so the stretch target for us is uh, as i'm sitting here with clark right now so if we generate more than than the 10k uh, we'll be looking to use that stretch target to engage with artists to actually create installations that will actually go along oh, nice. um, yeah. and so that's one one part of it uh, the second part is that the collaborators that are on the trail so the collaborators are also community organizations and they have reason obviously to draw more attention to themselves just like any community organization would so what we're doing is we're at the moment 
working on how we do event days and then as we build the community we'll be able to promote those event days which is actually something that um you know me and claire have been working on uh somewhat anyway because we do event days <laughs> so mm. i think the um and but the event that we're working on at the moment even for within this crowdfunder and i say this quite reluctantly is to do um an event around halloween uh where we're collaborating again with the people that we're connected with making a halloween um we I've, I've got to talk to claire about this actually but we're doing um a couple of a couple of right on the podcast yeah. yeah so uh so i'll be narrating um some charles dickens ghost stories uh which will then be produced with with audio which is in keeping with the theme uh which we hopefully will be adding as another reward on the crowdfunder so people can do their own kind of guided charles dickens halloween tour yes. um which is which is uh obviously once again a tip to portsmouth um and a tip to our trails uh but it's a lot of work and we have a lot to do in the next couple of weeks so uh so i i said i would so here we go a claire <laughs> yeah i'm sure it'll be wonderful and uh, i'll be there turning the um the audio into um an interactive map for people to be able to follow as well oh that's really cool well you know what me and john we want to give you all the support that we can and we're going to really push this as much as we can um and anything that you need from us over yeah. these few weeks you know you you know come to us ask us for help and we will help you 100 percent um yeah. well, so we want to change the questions a bit now don't we Lou? we yeah, want to make it, yeah. yeah we want to go off this and just find out a little bit more about the uh, the two of you uh do you want to take the first one Lou, or shall i yeah, well, the first one, it's really strange because um, I bought this old fashioned record hi-fi system um, earlier this year and I realised I hadn't thrown my whole CD collection away. I hadn't taken it to the charity shop and this hi-fi system had got a CD uh, player on it. So I got out all my old CDs. So my, my question is, you know, what was your favourite CD that you ever had? Um, and do you still own it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Claire first. Oh yeah. Um, so my C my favourite CD is a, a CD called Cream Live, and it's like a load of DJs. It's house music, and um, yeah. I've kept it because it reminds me of um, when I was sort of seventeen, eighteen, and on holiday in Ibiza. And um, they used to play this CD like nonstop round the pool mm. every day, and, <laughs> nice. and so it just stuck in my head as like really good, good times. And I think that's um, one of the only holidays you got. You come home being whiter than when you went. <laughs> yeah. Did you throw some shapes then, Claire? Did you? Yeah. Did you throw some shapes on the dance floor. Excellent. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Oh, so this is a really good question as well. One of the things that uh, has obviously been happening over the last few years is CDs get more and more eroded until you've got hardly any and, and actually you haven't <laughs> have a CD player anymore. You know, so it's, um, but I do have one in my car. And uh, one of the really nice things is that my kids now like to, to chuck in a CD that they found. <laughs> um, and so uh, the ones that, so I kind of approached it from the ones that I have that I, that I really liked and so uh, and still have now and so i think one of those was uh pearl jam 10 is 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 one that that, that gets put on 
and uh, seven uh, white stripes. Uh, I think the title's Seven Nation Army. Oh, that's the title of the song. I can't remember. So white that's, that's One of yeah, white, white stripes. So yeah, and, 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 so mine, yeah. Three. <laughs> Actually, Elbow. I just thought I'd mention that's Elbow. I went went to my first gig uh, a couple of weeks ago and saw them play at the um, Guildhall. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So mm. is that a new CD, John? <laughs> exactly the same as you, Lou. I, I didn't have a CD player. And then I, I dug around in my desk, and you can't see it if you're listening, and I found a little portable CD player, really? and I found some of my CDs, like, um, oh, Kate Bush, a bit of Kate Bush. I do like oh, Kate. Oh, <laughs> I like and, and this one was a real blast from the past. Top of the Pops, 1978. <laughs> Wow. What's, what's the two, read some of the tracks on that. Yeah, tell us. Right, okay. We've got uh, Blame It on the Boogie by the Jacksons. Ooh, uh, Blondie, Denis, Electric Light Orchestra, Dancing oh, in the City. Now, that was a that was one that got me uh, <laughs> boogieing in the kitchen. <laughs> and Sarah Brightman, I Lost My Heart to a Starship Trooper. Oh. What a classic. It's funny. Uh, so literally <laughs> earlier in the week when we've been scurrying around the city and Claire was obviously very not well, so she couldn't come out. I had to drive up to her house to um, to collect some printing materials. And I took my little one with me and she said, Dad, 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 I, I really want you to listen to this. And she put on Rasputin by Bone. Ah. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. And so there was us. That was so cool. Yeah. No Bernie M on here. What question did you want to ask, John? Um, okay, so especially during um, during lockdown, and um, and we're out of it now, I know, but I've got back into the um, uh, to the skill of binge watching stuff now, and I'd like to know, um, starting with Steve, what um, what is the latest program that's got you? really wanting to it, for it not to end you know that one where you get to the end of the series and you think i don't want it to end what have you have you got one like that that you could let us all know about france right so you know what one of the things that really annoys me is that mm. there's a, you find a really great series and they only make two seasons and yes. then you don't know right so um the one that i really loved was dirk gently's um I can't remember the full title of it. Dirk, Gen Dirk Gently's. Yeah, the, the investigation one on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, Dirk Gently's investigation. Oh, Elijah Wood. It was Elijah Wood in it. I can't oh. remember the full title of it, but it's really, really good. It's an eclectic little, um, a little thing around them to sort of doing investigations. It's a really lovely thing, but it it didn't complete because you know, and I think, um, oh. Yeah, so that was probably the last thing I got up feeling that way about. Yeah. But um, I I can't honestly like I've I've got this little thing around what me and my my wife Sharon watch. We love to watch either fluff we call it, which is just yeah. proper happy joy. Or I'm all going for the we, brain. Or what we call zombies, which is like <laughs> literally zombies. <laughs> You know, oh, so, literally zombies. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> The Walking Dead was was, was oh, something, yes, you know, like, mm. uh, and I think the reason for that is it's always like, how would I solve that problem? You know, how would I not die? You know, how would I, <laughs> how would I be able to eat food when I, yeah. when I had nothing but, you know, like I don't know, a brick and a tree or something, you know, like anything like Those that. Like, how would I survive a zombie apocalypse? Yeah. Hopefully, never In find out. Never find out. <laughs> Claire, go on, let's um, tell me what your uh, 
your television program or, or anything. It could be, yeah, a, seat, a DVD or something. Well, to be honest, I don't watch that much TV, but um, because I'm just getting over COVID at the moment, I've been like locked in my office um, away from everyone. And I happen to have a nice projector and screen in my office. Oh, nice. So I've, been, I've been binge watching Disney films. So I've watched <laughs> loads over the last few days. Lion King, Sorcerer's Apprentice and Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, that's oh. lovely. Film, yeah. Did you like I, it, but the Mary Poppins return? Um, I prefer the original, but yeah, yeah I agree with you on that one. Yeah. And one I watched recently on that that genre is Mulan. Oh, yeah, Mulan and um, uh, what's the Hawaiian girl one? I've forgotten. Moana. Yeah. Yeah. So Mulan one. If you watch the actual um film version, not the animated. Oh yeah. no, the animated one is the one I watched. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I prefer animated or the real live action stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I watched Mayor of Easttown, which has a fantastic Winslet in it. Mm. And honestly, it's the best thing that she's ever done. I thought she was amazing in it. And there's only been one season, so I'm really hoping that they bring it back. But yeah. I you know, I I binge watched that, you know, I thought it was really good. Well, but I had a crush on her. Now, but... isn't there, to watch on Netflix? Yeah. Netflix is a big, big yeah. game changer. I had, a, I, had a I had a crush on Kate Winslet, and then I watched Mary of East, um, Easttown, and I, I lost my crush because she's such a good actress, and she's she's she's. I hesitate to say it, and perhaps I won't say it anyway. But she's a good actress, and she makes her into this character, which is so different yeah. from that. I, I I related it to Charlie's Theron and Monster, the film that she could turn herself and be like that way. It was, it was amazing. Yes, that's a good program. Yeah, she was she was really a bit stroppy in it and quite Yes, <laughs> moody and but, grumpy and yeah. Yeah, but one thing that she did was what she said to the director and everything is that she wasn't going to have them um, do any kind of photoshopping. Like when she was sat on the sofa and she got this little lump, um, little belly. Yes. She wasn't going to change anything. She wanted it to be really realistic. And I loved that actually, mm. because that was, I think that's a real shout out for real women. Yeah, I, I think so. So you two <laughs> should watch that then if you um if you get another chance, Claire, to uh to, to sit in and be your projector and um of an evening. Yeah, I'll give it a go, thanks. Mm. <laughs> oh well thanks for coming on today. Really enjoyed it. And um yeah, it's been been a we'll pleasure about all of the trail and we'll hopefully go and do the trail we'll go and walk on it won't we john we'll definitely yeah and a shout out to your guest um your guest guest as well clark clarky yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. say say oh i don't know hello <laughs> Bye, i suppose clark i don't know <laughs> uh, well bye everyone uh maybe one day i'll be doing the podcast talking about maybe the we shine project that's coming up ah uh, yeah stars. Yes. yeah that Ooh. might be nice yeah really amazing there's just so many amazing things happening in the city i feel really i feel really excited about culture at the minute i think and this is one of these podcasts i don't want to end so we could carry on talking for hours couldn't we <laughs> but um <I'd, laughs> yeah we're our own stuff but people will be switching off so we have we have to say goodbye at some yeah. point so i echo lou's comments thank you so much you two uh, best of luck it's a brilliant project and for anyone who is listening get on that crowdfunding page Get your bronze pin or your gold pin or whatever is the um, the gifts you can get on there. 
and um, and let's look forward to uh, walking that in spring or even before. Yeah. Thank you, John. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thank you.